Fran searched her daughter's face and saw pain searing her features. It would do no good to tell Megan that she'd get over this guy. Not now. He was supposed to meet me at the pool, and I figured he was late. But he never showed up. And then when I was leaving, I saw him across the parking lot, making out with Angie on the grass by the picnic area. Angie, she's such a boy-stealer. Megan burst into another episode of grief, babbling her words into Fran's shoulder as tears soaked her shirt. Mom, how could he do this to me? I loved him, and we were so perfect together. Oh, I hate him. Oh, honey, I know it hurts. Oh, how I know. As Fran held her daughter, letting her cry it all out and rant between tears, Fran was swept back ten years to when she had done the same, crying and ranting while her own mother held her. Feeling Megan's pain, her outrage at being dumped cut her afresh. Her hurt and anger found thin cracks through the impervious wall she'd built and flooded her heart. She brought a hand to her face, hoping to swipe away the tears on her cheeks before Megan could see them. She had to be the strong one, always had to be, ever since Russ left. She never allowed her kids to see her pain and vulnerability, knowing it could scare them, make them worry. But sometimes being strong and brave every minute of the day was just too much a chore and exacted too high a price. What she would give right now to have someone in her life she could completely fall apart with, show her brokenness to, be comforted. Someone who wouldn't be scared off, wouldn't expect her to be perfect. Her dad's words drifted into her head. Fran, why do you work yourself into such a tizzy, trying to be perfect all the time? You're human, just like the rest of us. It's okay to fail. No, it wasn't. She hated failure. She had gotten straight A's in school, perfect test scores. Never failed at anything except the most important thing in her whole life, her marriage. Obviously, she had failed in some terribly big way. But what pained and frustrated her more than anything was not knowing in what way she'd failed. She was never even told what she did wrong or how she could have prevented the fall of her marriage. Everyone had told her she'd been a great wife, supportive, hardworking, affectionate. She thought she'd done everything right. She had been just as naive as Megan, thinking the guy she loved felt the same way. Fran pulled back, sweltering from the long embrace with her daughter. Do you want me to make some dinner? She doubted Megan would feel up to cooking. Megan shook her head and rubbed her red-tinged eyes. I'm not hungry. Fran nodded. I wish I could say something to make it all better. I know, Mom. She frowned, then added, Maybe this is just the way all guys are. Maybe inside they're all jerks, just like Dad. Fran's breath snagged in her throat. She stood without speaking as Megan turned and slogged off to her bedroom down the hall. The heat swirled around her, lying heavy on her shoulders like an unbearable weight, pushing her to the floor. She collapsed in a sweaty heap and listened to the wall clock tick marking the seconds of her life in a measured, impersonal rhythm. Somehow that quiet sound, 
punctuated the air with a potent reminder of how alone she truly was. She knew God was there, with her, just a whisper away. He had been her refuge and strength all these years, and she was so grateful for his unfailing, loyal love. He was the only person in the universe worthy of absolute trust. I will never leave nor forsake you, his word promised. If her heavenly father hadn't been there to catch her ten years ago when Russ left, she'd still be falling. And now she was falling again, but she knew his arms were there, outstretched and ready. With tears of gratitude and pain pouring like rivers down her face, she could only utter two words, but they were enough. Help me.